Are You Playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Hadoken Sean. This is Shoryuken Thomas. And also, Bad Box Art Mason. <laughs> and we're playing... Street Fighter X Tekken. So how you guys doing? I'm, you know, I, I wasn't, I, I'm, as, you know, both of you guys know, I'm not really that big into fighting games, but going, going, so, it, was, it wasn't until, like, before we started recording that I'm like, this is actually going to be a lot more interesting than I, than I thought it would be. This game is, it's definitely the best reviewed game we've played. Uh, nines out of ten is its average. Arguably might be the best game we've played at this point. Like, yeah, think, like it's personally probably not my my favorite game that we've probably. played, but probably the best functioning one. We've played we played surprisingly. You know, when we looked at the list initially, I think we were like, "Wow, we didn't play as many fighting games as I thought we were." And now I think back, I'm like, "We've played a lot of fighting games." When you think about it, yeah. Especially if you who's surprised. Especially if you count, like, some of the non-traditional ones, like Marvel Nemesis. Or, or WWE. Or WWE. Which, yeah. that, you picked the most fighting game, WWE. Oh, no, what a surprise. <laughs> the wrestling fan and the fighting game fan picked the most fighting game <laughs> for wrestling game. But Not a this was such an ambitious, interesting idea to come together and, and, and mold the two franchises together in each style. I'm sure it took a lot of legal tape and paperwork and all them like oh, step yeah, out things sure. to finally get the pay you know to finalize hey we're gonna actually let these franchises be together and uh you know with the agreement that the other was going to be in the other style uh you know street fighter x tekken so tekken in street fighter style mm-hmm. and then it was going to be tekken x street fighter in uh, tekken style what do you mean was that's still happening isn't it uh, i mean <laughs> look it's never been canceled yeah technically <laughs> never been canceled it was for a little bit, and then like three days later, they backtrack and said, "No, it's still on." And it's like, what? <laughs> I'm, you know what? Every every single game awards, every single E3, I'm like, Tekken Cross Street Fighter. It's gonna happen. This is the one. <laughs> this is the it's one. gonna be 2042, and eventually, <laughs> considering this is gonna be the one, Shuddy. Considering we, you know, dating ourselves to when we are right now, uh, you know the. We have big announcements of new Tekken and new Street Fighter coming out. Now would be the time to revive it. Would it would be the time. This would be the year with both of them kind of popular big hits. You know, they're both going to be at the forefront. Both of them are going to be smash hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter Six is definitely going to sell gangbusters. Mm-hmm. And Tekken 8, Tekken 7 is the highest selling non-smash fighting game of all time. So yep. Tekken 8 is definitely going to... And before, say, you know, before the final Smash Bros, you could argue that this is one of the most ambitious crossovers in fighting game in a lot of ways because it was two entire fighting game franchises merging together with some really bonkers guest characters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just some bonkers guest characters. Which I think we'll get to later on. We'll get a little bit when we talk about the gameplay and the character stuff. Um, But... Uh, Street Fighter, 
cross Tekken. I said X Tekken, but a Street Fighter cross Tekken. It's a crossover fighting game developed by Capcom and released in March 2012 for the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. In May, it was released for the Microsoft Windows. And in October, it got a Vita release. Something. So what, what did Vita owners do all year? Not much, because Vitas were just ignored. Yeah. Poor... I have a Vita, and I own three games, Mason. What a great investment. What I know. a great investment. We've already had the uh, conversation uh, on one of the podcasts. I don't remember which one it was when we it talked about... What's, what's, it was next? what's next? Are you going to buy a Google Stadia now? No. You're going to buy a Google Stadia? No. Eventually, eventually, Sony's going to realize that their handhelds would do really well, uh, and that they should just like really support them. Uh-huh. One, and, of the, one of these days. One of these days. The game features characters from both Street Fighter franchise and Namco's Tekken series. I don't know why they said franchise on one and series in the other. Why not just say both franchise? Anyway. I Sean argues with the internet here today. <laughs> in the game, yeah, each player selects. Another day. It's a day that ends in day. In the game, each player selects two characters respectively and face others as duos in tag team fighting matches, which was something pretty common in Tekken at this point. Seeing as Tekken yeah. Tag was Tekken pretty tag big, was big, and I believe Tekken Tag Two was right around the corner. Ah, uh, so that's not surprising. In addition to the game's multiplayer modes, the game also featured a single-player story mode with the plot revolving around a mysterious object called the Pandora. Which is exactly what you think it is. Exactly, it's Pandora's box. box. It's it's Pandora's box. Yes. That's exactly what it is. The game is the product of a partnership between Namco and Capcom Capcom. that previously produced the role-playing game Namco x Capcom as Street Fighter Cross Tekken was made by Capcom. With Napco, Namco being involved, I can read, I swear, <laughs> more in the licensing of the Tekken cast. So Namco really didn't do anything on the development side in this, which I found interesting because you would think that they would kind of like together be a lot of it. But more Namco was like, here's our, here's our roster. Now you give us your roster and we'll make you know, a game there that has never been made. Because right. uh, again, it was just kind of going to be a little bit of a trade-off. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Now at this time... Uh, Street Fighter had been be- developed by the company Dimps, which I think we'll talk a little bit more later, but uh, we've talked about them before as they developed Budokai, but Street Fighter, that was the company that was making Street Fighter at that time. They had just done uh, Street Fighter 4, or Super Street Fighter 4 and Super Street Fighter 4 3D Edition. Surprise, uh-huh. the 3D Edition is the 3DS. Um, yeah, oh, really? They'd done both of those. I believe the most recent Tekken game was 6, maybe 5? I think it was sure. 6. I could be... Because 7 wasn't that far down the pike. Cause no, been, 7 was a PS4 game. Yeah, but. yeah. So 7 was a little bit coming down, but they were clearly mapping out 7 at that... Or at least getting the early develop, early stages of what they were going to do with 7 at that yeah. point. Um, so both of these franchises were in the middle of... At least decent games, you know. And kind of, well, Street Fighter Four brought the two D fighting genre back. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's, a, it's and, a little decent of a game. So like they've, they've got a lot of good, a lot of good things. So it's like this seemed like the perfect time for these franchises to come together. It wasn't like they both were dying franchises at the point. It was like, no, this is the perfect time. We're at, we're kind of fighting games are coming back in a lot of ways. Was was Street Fighter Four before? Um... The Mortal Kombat reboot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. Mortal Kombat was 2011, Street Fighter 4 was 2008. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, so. Because uh, when, I, when I think of, like, 
revitalizing uh, 2D fighters, my mind goes to Mortal Kombat, but I guess Street Fighter. I guess it was Street yeah. Fighter. Street Fighter. Obviously, Street Fighter Four brought it back because up until that point, it was all 3D fighters. It mm-hmm. was Tekken. It was the Mortal Kombat 3D era. Uh, it was Soul Calibur. That's all it was. 2D games were dead essentially, but Street Fighter Four. Dimps was like, hey, let's make the most kick-ass 2D fighter of the past couple, like, years. And it just blew up and relaunched mm-hmm. the entire 2D fighting genre. I know Street Fighter definitely had a lull in the middle of where they weren't they, they weren't bringing out good games. I know Mortal Kombat had a lull where they weren't bringing out particularly yeah. good games. Yeah. Has Tekken ever really had a lull where games were bad? Like, obviously, there, there there's dips in quality, but, like... There's dips in quality, but... Even like their worst, their worst received game is probably four, and it's mm-hmm. still fun. Four's still fun. Like I yeah. liked four. Tekken, so. in terms of mainline games, Tekken has never really had a bad game. It's possible that it's unlike had, it's had some baffling decisions in some of the games, but not unlike uh, really. Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, which started in two D before going it. Tekken has always been a three D fighter, fighter yeah. and a lot of the lull of those two was trying to figure out uh, where where to go from the two D to three D. So it's possible because they didn't have that. They could always at least fall back on, hey, we've at least made this game. We're going to repackage it a little bit, you know? Right. Uh, so that might be why that that of the, the, the big three fighting franchises. Sorry, King of Fighters. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we know King of Fighters ain't. Uh, it's not. Uh, I mean. King maybe in Fighters, Thomas's heart, but. <laughs> yeah, in, in my heart, it's number one. <laughs> King, King of Fighters is a very passionate fan base, but it's a small fan base. Yes. So, I mean, King of Fighters 14 was really popular. 15, I think, was. I'm not sure. But it's it's kind of getting bigger, but the big three are still Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken. Yeah. Uh, and I think Tekken not having a lull, or as much of a lull as the other ones, is kind of interesting. Considering it also has got seven mainline <laughs> ones. It's been, yeah, it's been around. Yeah, especially considering Mortal Kombat stopped having numbered entries around four. Yeah. And because after four, it was Deadly Alliance. That's right. Street mm-hmm. Fighter has had plenty of games, but only six main entries. Look, they repackaged Street Fighter 2 yeah, over, about, and over, and over and over again. Street about 75% like, of Street Fighter games are Street Fighter 2. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of repackages. They repackaged that game so, so many times. So many times. Um, You packaged it, you patented it, and now you're selling it. You're selling it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it makes sense that these two franchises would cross... More than say like Mortal Kombat, neither of these franchises would cross because uh, everybody wanted Mortal Kombat slash Street Fighter in the movies. Oh yeah. I cannot see that working. Story wise, it's a lot harder, uh, and it's again these two franchises really fit together pretty easily. Yeah, because yeah. I could, I couldn't see Rio pulling out someone's entrails. Like I, I just can't see that. Nor do I want to see that. Nor do you want to see them making the PG version of Mortal Kombat. Mortal, you know? Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. You don't you want don't, to, You don't want Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Yeah. You don't want them watering down the characters because then you get that, and that was bad. So, uh, I played this game on Steam. I, you guys both played it on PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, maybe slight differences or things like that, but like, the gameplay is really good in this game. 
Yeah. It's very Tekken tag in like a lot of the styles, but very like in a lot of the uh, uh, way it's all set up. But it's very, very classic Street Fighter in feel. Yeah, and the yeah. Let's get that out of the way. This is honestly possibly peak two D fighter for the PS3 era. Especially yeah, in the in that, that modern type era. Yeah, and the yeah. PS3 there. PS3. We well, we talk a lot about the PlayStation systems having bad fighting games. The PS3 is kind of where it started to figure out like, and the majority like the, the big ones that came out were good. Where, yeah, it definitely you know, got yeah, better. You know, like PlayStation has a lot of bad. We, we it does have a lot of good. PlayStation Two is a very mixed bag at times with yeah. some elite games and a lot of oh wow that's that's a game that came out on. Awesome. <laughs> you get Tekken Five and then you get Beatdown. Exactly. Thing, uh, so. Whereas I think on the PS3, a lot of the main lines worked yeah you know, a lot of the big ones uh mm-hmm. i mean you, you for you know you're still gonna get your mortal Kombat versus dcs occasionally uh but like Hell, you could argue yeah. soul caliber 4 was a bit of a misstep but uh, uh, see i actually posted the clip from our last our soul edge one talking about all the soul calibers and um i had like two comments immediately they were like soul caliber 4 the best you know <laughs> so like well they're fucking wrong people, <laughs> people no, love I- that game so I'm, like I'm joking. You're entitled to your opinion unless it's wrong. Oh, the wrong opinion is if gonna, you said Soul Calibur Five is the best. We're gonna no, get. No we're one, gonna. No one. Should we're gonna. Soul we're gonna make someone mad. Look, it's what and, Thomas does. <laughs> no one should think Soul Calibur Five is the best. And if there's some motherfucker who's like, "Oh no, Soul Calibur Five is the best," you're wrong. Like not. You have a wrong opinion. Like jokingly, no, you're objectively fucking wrong. <laughs> I did not play any of the story mode on this game on it. Uh, I, did you I play did, it in there? So I, Thomas is the only one who played Story I just played, I just played the, uh, the arcade. Yeah, I played a lot of arcade, because the, the, the combat's really fun. Yeah. Like, well, we'll get to kind of the sales here in a minute and things like that and how it, it did, but, like, I feel like if this had been a more popular game, I feel like there would have been a big competitive scene for this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, because I know that Street Fighter uh, uh, Street Fighter Five had a pretty good sized competitive scene. So Street Fighter Five had a pretty good sized competitive scene. Tekken Seven has a really big competitive mm-hmm. scene. I don't know. I just play Tekken Bowling. <laughs> this is going to be a running gag in every podcast. That I don't play Tekken's. I only play bowling. Does that have a competitive scene? It should. Um, no, not that I know. <laughs> it might be like a little break, like. Uh, Daigo has just finished beating someone's ass, and then it's like, all right, let's uh, let's go bowling. Some bowling. Uh, so since we didn't really play the story mode, uh, I guess it's Thomas to say what the story mode's like. <laughs> I mean, basically, the story mode from what I've played is just kind of an arcade mode kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not technically a story mode. It's you pick your two characters, you play, mm-hmm. and then you get their ending. As you chase Pandora's so, box. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's 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 very much. They call it a story mode, it's an arcade mode kind of thing. Which is fine. Arcade, yeah, modes, arcade say, like, modes being I, set up as story is perfectly fine to me. Yeah, I, I don't really mind that. I'm actually, I prefer that with my fighting games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine when they have these big-ass Netherrealm-style stories, but other than Netherrealm, no other studio has done it well. So, honestly, if you just stick with arcade games, arcade modes, or do what Street Fighter Six is doing, and kind of do a new thing then that's fine mm-hmm. by me. So, yeah. And to be honest, the story mode, it, there's not much story in these story modes. There's an intro cutscene and an ending cutscene mm-hmm. and a rival cutscene. It's mm-hmm. very similar to Street Fighter Four Strike. Uh, and and that makes sense because Dimps developed both this and mm-hmm. Street Fighter Four. Uh, 
it's really interesting. I'm going to finish this on the plot, and then we're going to get into Dems because I have a lot to say. But it's really interesting on the, the plot aspect of it is uh, reading here, and I think I'm going to play a little bit of the story to get this because basically everyone has kind of the standard story combinations, but they gave Ryu, Kin, Kazuya, and Nina their own special story elements, uh, uh, unique story elements and rival battle cutscenes. Everyone yeah. else kind of has the generic kind of, you know... Yeah, they you, have kind of the generic... Everyone else is going to have, like, their own, like, kind of similar things. But it's cool that they actually did give a, a little bit... Considering how large the roster is in this game... Yeah. Uh, like, it's cool that they at least did a little bit to like, get some difference. I didn't play Kazuya and Nina's uh, story, just because I ran out of time. But I did play Ryu and Ken's, and it is a very different ending than the others. Yes. Like, the others, either they just kind of stand around and do nothing... Or they get infected by Pandora. Uh, with Ryu's, with Ryu and Ken's story, Ryu uh, actually gets infected by Pandora, but the Satsui no Hado in his system is like trying to counteract it, and there's this big internal battle with Pandora and the Satsui no Hado that's really interesting. And then it's an open ending where Ryu may fucking die. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Like, he just disappears. So, you know, it's and, a fighting game. And it ends with Ken looking really sad. And then there's, like, this black screen with text on it being narrated. And I'm like, did Ryu fucking die? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was going to be the, uh, the, the, the tagline for the game. Street Fighter Cross Tekken, Ryu fucking dies. <laughs> it's also possible that some of these story things were going to be resolved in uh, Tekken X Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Wait, okay, so you know I don't know how much of the, the stories we're going to carry over, how much they're going to do, because it was going to be a different studio, but that's yeah, definitely but a possibility. Is, Br- bring, bring, that ga- bring that uh, game that's totally coming uh, up yes. again. <laughs> made me, it, made, made me just, it made me think of something something earlier. Um, why, why, would they, why would they make two games that are pretty much similar, but with different styles, instead of just making one game with both styles. Because... Okay. As, like, different modes. Okay, well... Short answer, money. Long answer. Longer answer, because you're trying to say two, studio, two studios trying to come together instead of, like, coming like, yeah, we'll borrow the license, you borrow it, we'll borrow it. Kind of things like that. It's Plus, this was supposed to be how the Tekken characters played in Street Fighter. Yes. Tekken Cross Street Fighter was supposed to be how the Street Fighter characters played in Tekken. So, jumping into already in things that you already have built in two different games... So short answer is money, because selling two different games, because it was supposed to be huge. We'll get to why it was not huge here in a little bit. But but that is, why does there have to be that so, so that's much red tape with changing a camera angle? <laughs> it's more than it's a changing lot more a than camera it's angle, a lot more because It's a lot more than changing a camera angle, dude. You triggered Thomas that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, because yeah, Street Fighter, the Street Fighter is I more apologize. of a traditional... 2D, whereas Tekken would be a more traditional 3D where you're going around, you're, you're around in an arena more of it. I apologize for that. that set something off. Yeah, uh, dead. You're, well, you're fine. before so. Thomas decides to strangle Mason, let's move on to Dimps. Uh, Dimps. Dimps. Oh, I love those guys. They made Sonic Rush. They did. Dimps <laughs> they did? has... Yeah, yeah Dimps is... We, we've Rush. talked about no Dimps because they made uh, uh, Budokai. Uh, and we did that episode. But they have an incredible... Incredible library. They're a great studio. And uh, they're still making games. Still making games. Thing. They just released of, Dragon Ball the Breakers. One of oh, the wow. few <laughs> studios uh, we cover. But, like, they have... Uh, they made 
by the way, you know, they made Soul Calibur VI, if you're wondering. Which oh. is very good. I love Soul Calibur So huh. they did that. They, they, they just they have a lot of license. They've done a lot of good work. Sonic license, Street Fighter license, Dragon Ball license, a bunch Soul, of Japanese Soul games. Calibur. Soul Calibur. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they made Sonic Rush. They made the Sonic, uh, the D, the not the DS, the Game Boy Sonic games. They Sonic made Advance. Sonic Advance. They made One the whole two. trilogy of that. They oh, have. Wow. They've done a couple of Digimon games. They've done a, a bunch, a bunch of anime games in Japan, like Naruto and Inuyasha, mm. uh, Yu Hakusho. A bunch of the games, you know, Gundam that you know we never got to see, but hey, they got made. They made a One Piece game in two thousand five on the GBA. Was it yeah. like thirty years long, like the anime is? It's only twenty years. Get your fucking <laughs> no. Um, I believe that is like an RPG, though, so it could very well be fucking long. Uh, <laughs> but it is clear that you know this is a studio that knows what they're doing, especially when it comes to license. That they're going to treat the license with respect. Mm-hmm. That's something that you know. Even if some of their Dragon Ball games aren't always great and things like that, they always treat the license with great respect. The Sonic Sonic Advance games are some of the most respectful to the franchise games that have come out in a lot, like while pushing things forward. They're, oh yeah, I love the Sonic Advance games. Sonic Advance games are great. I never if, seen, if we ever can find them without breaking the bank. I've got Sonic One and Two Advance. All right, well we. <laughs> I never, I never played uh, the advanced games, but I did play uh, the first Sonic Rush game, which I think you said. Sonic Rush is really good. They Sonic did. Rush is fantastic. Yeah. Sonic Rush is fantastic. It's hard as balls yes. though, and I never finished it. But it's see, Sonic Rush is a game that I, I legit could always get to one certain area and then I'd fail, and it's the area where. Sonic and Blaze are doing their you might know everything I'm going to do but that's not going to help you since I know everything you're going to do. Strange, isn't it scene? And you have to mash these two buttons like a motherfucker and it always gave me finger cramps and I'm like, I can't do this shit man! I, I, I always got to the to the Sonic level that's in the sky with like all the grind rails oh, yeah, that one sucks That too. one always <laughs> killed me and then the, the second uh, Blaze level I can never finish. See, I would actually... I finished Sonic's story, but I didn't collect all the Chaos Emeralds. Oh. And I got to the final level of Blaze's story, and then it got to the finger-matching thing, and I could never beat it. So... I think it is interesting for this game and not the... Not yet cancelled, but never getting a game. Yeah, but totally. Because a studio like Dimps (laughs) made this game with clear respect for it and things like that. Again, it probably would have just been Namco making the other one because they don't. They, they, they don't so really I, I'm not saying that it would have been bad or it wouldn't have been, you know, uh, there. But it it, it, it probably would have just felt like a Tekken game. The, Whereas this game kind of feels it, it's definitely Street Fighter in style, but it definitely feels the amalgamation of both. Yeah, and I mean, technically, Street Fighter did get into Tekken because Akuma is in Tekken Seven, mm-hmm. like the base roster, which will never be not weird. <laughs> Yeah, not only is he in it, not only is he in the base roster, he's part of the story. He's part of the narrative. That's Akuma weird. just exists in the Tekken universe because Akuma is all knowing, as he oh, should be. Right? Something that was probably a big selling point for this game, or at least something they thought there. Uh, I mentioned before, and you brought the, uh, Akuma be in the other games, but the roster on this in this game it is massive. The roster is massive, and. 
It kicks ass. The roster is amazing. 38 starting characters. The base roster has 19 from each game. 38 characters, and then they had five DLC? Five DLC. Yeah, which we'll get to the DLC controversy, but uh, DLC, five DLC characters that are, uh, you know, uh, from like, hey, here's Pac-Man in this Um, game. um, And in like a tree mech. Yeah, here's Mega Man. Oh, here's some cats. (laughs) Here's some cats. Legit, they do have some cats. Yeah. And not only that, Cole McGrath from yeah. Infamous is in yeah. this game. Yeah, Cole from Infamous is in the game. <laughs> okay. It, yeah, it is so... It's a very odd guest character. It's cool that they were like, what if we just did some oddball things for the guest characters? Which, you know, if you're going to make DLC, either make, like, bring out DLC of what exactly what, you know, the character that people want. And if you don't have... If you already have those in the game, go bonkers. Go have bonkers. fun. Like, Bring in Steve from Minecraft. Exactly. Like, again, Tekken, Tekken 7 is uh, one of the first examples I think of. Who the fuck asked for Negan from The Walking Dead in Tekken 7? <laughs> Nobody, but you know what? I'm totally down. Or when before Mortal Kombat was like, look at all the guest characters and things like that, when they first had um, uh, Freddy Krueger. And they yeah. added that. That, that was that, like, that holy was, shit. I think a lot, a lot of people may have gotten duped when they saw that, though, because they were like, oh, it's Freddy Krueger in, in Mortal Kombat. This will be... Oh, crap, it's 2010 Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, a little that bit, was, but... That was the modern... Still, it was a cool was, look. That was the reboot Freddy Krueger. Look, it was... Contract. The movie's bad. The reboot's bad. The movie's bad, but the look of Freddy Krueger is still good. Yeah, that's fair. Jesse Hurl Haley, Haley did a good job in that movie. That movie is just fucking dog shit. It's we'll very get bad. to that when we when we cover it on what the bleep are you exactly. watching. Exactly. <laughs> um but this roster is really good, and whether you're a fan of Street Fighter or Tekken or both, there's somebody to play. Yeah, you you have the basics like Ryu and Ken, mm-hmm. Jin and Kazuya, Heihachi and then Bison. You have all the basics in there, but then you have oddball characters like uh Asuka, or uh, Bob, or Bob, yes, or Rufus. Who the fuck wants Rufus in there? Someone, <laughs> and someone's very happy. <laughs> they, they spared no expense to break this roster. Hey, that's the second Jurassic Park reference in one podcast. How many can we get? <laughs> If I'd watched Jurassic Park in a long time, I would be able to make some. <laughs> um, but the last time I watched Jurassic Park was like three years ago. <laughs> so this game was... It's very, very well received. Nine out of ten is its average. Uh, and it seems to be loved by most people. It's pretty much like but, one of the perfect fighting games. But it fight. did not sell well. Yeah. Like, it sold over a million copies quickly, but that was... Like, what they budgeted and what they planned, they expected to sell almost double that. Because the problem was, the problem with uh, their predictions was that they combined Tekken and Street Fighter's audiences and, like, added them together, not Mm. realizing that there's probably a lot of overlap. A lot of overlap. So So they spent a lot of money to make this game. It shows. You can tell that the money... Oh, yeah, you can tell. The money is on screen. Um, And in the trailers, because there's so much licensed music in the trailers. Which (laughs) is... I like it, but it is weird. Especially when you have, like, Akuma and Ogre duking it out to, like, some punk rock in the air. And it's like, what? (laughs) Um, So... They expected it to sell 2 million units. It sold 1.7 by 2014. Uh, Capcom stated that the, they believed the poor performance was due to the cannibalism 
of the fighting game genre, meaning that too many fighting games were released in too short of a time. Makes sense. Kind it's of. why uh, you know why more modern fighting games have as long uh, as long of legs with DLC as long as they possibly can with characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. because DLC means oh I'll pull it back out in the play. I'll give you a little more money, but I'm not necessarily ready to go out and buy a full fledged another right. game. Right. Yeah, not only I mean. Just a couple months before this was Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, mm-hmm. so... One of the best fighting games of all time. And another reason for the poor performance, uh, in, in total, I mean, I, I'll say it's a smaller reason, but it does exist. While normally, the normal version was loved, the Vita version was hated. Mm. Yeah. Uh, averaging more like five and a halves and sixes yeah, out of ten. The Vita version was... Uh, and it did not sell very many copies. Going, going back to the... Uh, Again, because Vitas were not promoted very well, so, you know, what of course didn't sell, because people didn't have enough Vitas. Going, going back to the, to the um, too many fighting games thing, something kind of along those lines. Thomas, you brought up something before uh, we started recording about a game that came out, like, day and day with this one, right? Oh, yeah, a game that came out day and day with this one. It's not a fighting game, so there's not a big overlap, but it is like, oh, well, that might have dominated it. It's a little-known game. You might have heard of it. It's called Mass Effect 3. Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of games with some controversies. Ooh, yikes. That, that release date was a, was a great day for controversial games. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. Not to mention the like, hype around Mass Effect 3 was huge. The hype was huge. And, like, nobody knew before then that it was going to no. be yeah. as controversial and, and, as it was. And Street Fighter Cross Tekken, people knew. Yeah. People were getting away. And that's part of a lot of it because... The controversies with Street Fighter were some of it was going to be later on with the DLC <laughs> because uh, the DLCs were already on the disc. Yeah, were they the, really? On disc DLC, 12 DLC characters on the disc already. So uh, Capcom, they wanted to keep them locked to, you know, save hard drive spaces. Uh, people hacked in and found it. And we're like, it's already on the disc. Why are we having to um, pay for it. pay for this if it was already something I purchased? You're basically paying to unlock it. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, I could see how that wouldn't go one, over well. One of my favorite stories is the developers knew this was a terrible idea. They did not want to do it, but they essentially were forced into doing it. They went up to Capcom and were like, "Look, especially Xbox 360 games, they're data mined really easily." People are going to find these additional characters. And Capcom's response was, why would people data mine the games? That's illegal. There's an incredibly long silence, and then they lean forward and just go, please remove the on-disc DLC. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't. It's, so. the, it's, the, it's the red versus blue clip where he's like, wait, that's illegal. <laughs> the other criticism, while probably not as big but definitely affected because fighting games are going to exist with online modes that's how that's where at this point fighting games that's where they that's where they grow live become bigger any arcade game fighting racing all that yes it lives or dies on on online modes and uh the online tag team matches are not available on the xbox 360 version even though that feature was advertised and it's printed in the manual. Woof. Capcom then stated, this will not be fixed with a patch. Wow. So. And. Wait, not only did they, 
Not only did they shoot themselves in the foot, they consciously shot themselves in the other. <laughs> and let's also talk about gems. I don't know if they're on the Wikipedia page. But I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Gems were something that was added to kind of... Like, because it was so expensive, gems were kind of meant to be something you'd spend money on more and more. Mm-hmm. Like, they would add extra effects. Like, you could do more damage... You would move faster, stuff like that. Pay to win. Exactly. Oh. It was pay to win. Ooh. And uh, there was like pre-order with Best Buy, and you get 500 bonus gems. No one liked it. Mm-hmm. Everyone, to the point where this did have a bit of a competitive scene, gems were banned. Yeah. Because Damn. why the fuck would you use pay to win mechanics in a tournament it's, setting? It's yeah. the same thing that a game not that long after this come out when they the, the Star Wars Battlefront came out and the first one and pay to win was just a huge, huge. issue. Yeah. yeah. Huge Which issue. That they had to eventually fix not on the release of Battlefront 2, but uh, when they but fixed later. Battlefront 2. Because uh, when the, Battlefront 2 became a good game. Yeah. Uh, when loot, loot boxes and pay to win became such a big thing. And I get, I, I get from a studio or a, a person thinking like, all right, this is the way we're going to make our money back is loot boxes. Mm-hmm. But loot boxes primarily prey on younger audiences or people with gambling problems. Yeah. And it's, the they point, are very to predatory. The, to the point where one of the NBA 2K games basically was a casino. Yeah. Like, that's how bad it or, was. Or uh, read all the Blizzard uh, uh, lawsuits. And oh, yeah, like all that shit. That stuff. And, like, the, the, wasn't there, like, a bunch of stuff in Australia where they were, like, outright banned? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, places, places that ban gambling started banning, banning a lot of those boxes. because yeah. that's what they are. They're ga- they were gambling. They're, they're gambling. You're paying money for a random chance. Like, now, if I'm paying money to specifically choose an item, that's not that's there. Different. But it was the, I'm like, paying money to maybe, maybe get, get this that. thing I need. Yeah, like, here... Uh, here's an example. Battlefront 2 versus Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. you actually pay money. Like, say Batman is in the store. Ooh, I want to buy Batman. I'm doing right. that. I'm going to buy Batman. You buy Batman. You have Batman forever. And, that's like, and that's like a thing in, uh, in other games, too. Like racing games that are cars that are locked mm-hmm. by DLC. If you want that car, you can buy that specific car. Yes. Yeah. But in Battlefront 2, for example, or again, uh, Street Fighter cross Tekken, you would get just a random selection of gems. So if you bought this thing and you're like, I need power gems, you get speed gems, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, uh, And then also not being... The, 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 also the problem that comes with a lot of that in a later Dimps game, we get a little bit critical of this so they'd have to fix it, then making a lot of these like items, how you acquire things in-game, but you can't get them in-game. You only by putting the credit card. So, uh, the example using Xenoverse 2, which had medals, mm, uh, yeah. but they had to put in ways to get medals in-game, so you could do it. Now, you may be a grind, so you may have to do it over and over, and it might be easier just to be like, I'll pay $3 to get 500 of these, but you could get the 500 in-game as well. Right. So, right. like, uh, giving that option of, yeah, I might do this longer, or I might just pop the credit card in because I can that's the difference, and but but even then, there's there's got to be a limit to that. There's got to be. There's like, got to be again. And, again, Battlefront Two was the most. Extreme it, it was the yeah. where like to unlock Darth Vader, you had to grind for like five hundred hours or something uh, like that. And it's uh, like no one wants to do. Nobody that. wants yep. to do that. Uh, so we mentioned the Vita had lesser uh, lesser reviews, but it was the one that it was the version that came with the DLC characters. Yeah, they were included. The problem is, 
the graphics didn't look right on the mm. Vita version. Despite the fact that it's not, it shouldn't have, there shouldn't have been that big of a downgrade, because Vita has pretty damn good graphics. Mm. Uh, yeah, like Uncharted Golden Abyss is yeah, pretty much on the same but level. But something about it, fortune. there were bad load times, the controls didn't work well on the Vita, which handheld fighting games have always been kind of a challenge. Yeah. Uh, there are way too many 3DS fighting games, and there's never been a good fighting game like to control on the 3DS. There are better games, okay. but controlling them I mean, is a... I don't know. I thought, I, I thought Smash Brothers for the 3DS controlled. Well, that's really Smash Brothers for 3DS. Slightly that is, different. That is Nintendo's baby. It's also slightly different because uh, Smash Bros. Wall is a fighting game. It is a different. They are the those fighting Pla- games. Platform fighters and arcade fighters are, are a little different. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. But yes, you are correct. Uh, there is there is Smash Bros. on <laughs> right, and that's it. But yeah, it, it's <laughs> so it's disappointing because uh, I think I mentioned this on the Soul Edge podcast. I, or maybe it was outside there, whatever, that I had both the Soul Calibur on the uh, PlayStation uh, PSP and the Tekken game on the PSP. Mm. And they both controlled really well. So mm. Tekken games controlled well on the PSP. So the fact that this port over to the Vita it was not good is kind of sad. That might be because it controls more like Street Fighter. That might be, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible, but... Um, and we're talking negatively about this game a lot because of all the controversy. The controversy. Again, let's stress this game kicks ass. This game is so good. And we ha- we haven't even gotten into the into the uh, one of the DLC characters. Mason, do you want to say you want to share the DLC character? I absolutely want to talk about Bad Box Art Mega Man. I <laughs> he is unironically one of my favorite fighting game characters because he is so ridiculous. And hilarious. And a lot of people, when this game came out and when that DLC was announced, did not share my sentiments. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> because this was, this was 20, 2012, right? So it's before Mega, Ma- Mega Man had hit Smash Bros. <laughs> right? Or had Mega Man been in Smash Bros.? No, because, no, because uh, yeah, that would have been 2014. Was okay, 20. so yeah, it would have been after, yeah. So, okay, been, so this is the first like, time so, Mega Man was in a fighting game. First time he was in, well... Uh, he was in Marvel vs. Capcom. He was in one of them. Oh, yeah, but that was Mega Man X. No, that was Mega Man. Was it Mega Man? Regular okay. Mega Man was... And I was wrong. Mega oh, okay. Man had been in a game okay. before. Carry on. Go back. <laughs> but, uh... I'm pretty... This would have been... And correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, obviously, but I'm pretty sure this was during a time when, like, there was a bit of a drought with Mega Man, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And for, for Capcom to be like... This is the new uh, Mega Man content we're giving you. Enjoy, and it's Bad Box Art Mega Man. I could see how that would uh, rub some people the wrong because way. Because it was intended to just be a funny joke. Yeah. Because there was initially going to be a ton of Mega Man stuff released. There was going to be Mega Man Universe. There was going to be Mega Man Legends 3. Oh, so they yeah. put Bad Box Art Mega Man in there because they're like, hey, it's just a funny joke to add on. And if those other games had come out... Yes, it would have been seen as that. But then they all got canceled. They all got canceled. So, and because they couldn't just shelve him because he was a complete character at that point, they were like, fuck. Just, so, just put him in there, I guess. Yeah, and they knew they would get hate for it, and they did. So, Mega Man's fun in this game. I, but I, and, and I he mean, is actually like, a fun character. For the, at, for the time. Like, that's what he is. He's, yeah. 
He's Dan Abinke. He's the joke character. But like, and like for the for the time, I could, I yes, I could see why this would rub people the wrong way. But now looking back that? on it and having more Mega Man content in the years since. It's funny. It's just funny. It's also, I think there was a little bit of response to it as well as, like, everything had to be made edgy still in this time. We're still a little like, oh my gosh, everything has to have an edgy version of it. So immediately this weird Mega Man comes and we're like, why are we making Mega Man edgy? <laughs> I mean, it's not meant to be edgy. It's, it's not, but that's immediately what a lot of people's thoughts were. Uh, which kind of leads to this game is really good Even when you play it. It was originally meant to be a little edgy. Probably. Because originally, if you look at the concept art, mm. originally Bad Box Art Mega Man was meant to be much more traditionally masculine mm-hmm. and super strong. He was originally meant to look like a goddamn superhero. But Interesting. they kind of went with the joke because they were like, hey, that would be more funny with the, 30, with the big anniversary stuff happening. Then the big anniversary stuff didn't happen. They were like, shit. <laughs> so, this is all you get. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, Again, they knew. They knew it was going to be hated, but th- th- what could they do? What then they were they like, do? hey, you maybe hated this, but look at all the stuff we have. And then they're like, we don't have any of the stuff. We oh, no. Have, we don't <laughs> have any of the stuff. <laughs> the stuff is gone. <laughs> hey, this is just a funny joke to add on to that. What's, what, what do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? It's right there. What oh, happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Which I kind of think leads to the kind of the downfall of this game is that if you're sitting down and playing it, this game rocks. But every misstep leading up to this game, whether through marketing, development that you know messed up, advertising, whatever they did, decision makers in the executive offices, all made this game not be the success that it should have been. Because this game should have done gangbusters. Oh, it was yeah. it was the best fighting game of that year. It was given the award best fighting game. Oh wow! And uh, game critic, I believe, is what gave it best fighting game. Oh, because yeah, again, this this game this game fucks. This it's, game is really good. R- fantastic. This, this game is fun. It it's a four player fighting game, mm-hmm. which God imagine the chaos of that. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a blast, and especially if you do like Street Fighter and Tekken. We should, let's talk about that. The Tekken characters translate beautifully. They do. Like, in terms of the art style, they translate beautifully. They, yeah, the art they style of this do. game is fantastic. It is gorgeous. It and definitely leans more towards Street Fighter's art style. Mm-hmm. Which I think is something, a lot of times, the 3D characters are probably going to look better, or look look better being translated to 2D than 2D characters right. sometimes being translated to 3D. Yeah. Uh which I don't know. We don't. You know, we don't really know exactly how the Street Fighter characters would have flowed necessarily in, in in the Tekken universe and how it would have played. But I'm sure they would have looked fine. It's just more that the Tekken characters really pop in this art style. Yeah, there are a couple of there are a couple of like concept art pieces for what the Street Fighter characters would have looked like in the mm-hmm. Tekken art style. It's a much more realistic take, obviously, which you kind of were expecting with a Tekken yeah. style Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And again, that would have been interesting, but for what we got, translating these characters, these anime as shit, but still realistic looking characters, like realistically textured, mm-hmm. into the Street Fighter art style is amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. specifically Jin, Heihachi, the entire Mishima family, basically, they the, look amazing. The bear? The bear looks good. <laughs> uh Asuka, all the Tekken characters, they look They look great. Good. It's a great looking um, game. 
The music kicks ass. The music oh, does. That's music about what I was leaning. The music's great. Like, there's not necessarily a track that, like, sticks out in my mind while playing it, but, like, yeah. as a whole, like, you know, you're playing along, you're like, this music's really good. Well, that's the thing with fighting game music, is that, for me, I'm bad about it. It doesn't stick out in my mind while I'm playing it, because I'm more focused on beating the snot out of my opponent. <laughs> but then you go back and listen to it, and you're like, oh, this fucks. Yeah. Like, this is good. This like, is good music. I mean, look, there's still nothing better than playing a Smash Bros. match with one winged angel played in the background. <laughs> like, that's still the best thing you can do. So, yeah, no, music matters. the best thing you can do in Smash Brothers is play with Open Your Heart blaring in the background. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this game's really good. Uh, it had a lot of controversies, a lot of issues leading up, and sadly, that's why we didn't get more of this idea. Mm-hmm. And the game's kind of gotten a second life on Steam. It has. Because if you look at the mod support for that game, holy hell, mm-hmm. there is so much mod support. They made a sexy Blanca. I don't know how I feel about that, but they did it. <laughs> they made that, that, and also it's it's pretty easily available. Like, yeah, yeah. And look, look, look up. It's not expensive in the used no. market. Like, this game exists, and you can play it, and, uh... Yeah, I was gonna say, I found my copy for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, it's not, it's not a very that, expensive copy. And I copies. got it, and I got it, uh, perfect condition, mm-hmm. manual and everything, so... But, yeah. It's not a hard game to find. No. No, it is not. And the development of this game is so interesting. That's what we've mostly talked about, because the development is so interesting. Here's another interesting thing about that... There was a live-action short film made for this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was Ryu and Ken fighting Kazuya. The directors of that, it, it, just to show how good, how hard they went on the marketing for this game, the directors of that went on to direct some like very famous action movies. Like Wow. Like, I believe one of them went on to direct John Wick. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could be wrong, but they I They spent that. so much money on this, which, again, you know, they expected. They had expectations. We're going to sell two million units. Yeah. Th- I mean, they expected this to sell, like, a bajillion copies. And potentially if, you know, if they had, you know, not had some missteps right. and had reason for people to not buy it. You know, Bad bar- Box Art Mega Man is a funny joke. But that's a re- if you're trying to get the Mega Man fans, that's a reason to go, I don't want to buy it. Yeah. I don't want to support that. The, the DLC stuff, the that's DLC, a reason I don't gems. want to support it. The gems, the marketing, not having things, that's a reason. You, they gave a reason. Even if it's not even a, you know, you're a miss out on a bad game, it gave, or a good game, sorry. Miss out on a good game. You give a reason to not go out and buy it, to not go and spend your money. And people are like, I don't want to either support that or be a part of that or those sort of things. And sadly, this fantastic game suffered because of it yeah and it it sucks but that's what corporate greed can do and exactly. a lot of it is just corporate corporations being greedy fucks and like it sucks but sometimes products get caught in the crossfire and this was one of them so yeah on this podcast we like to ask two major questions of all the games we play the first one is, how does this game hold up? I mean, we've talked... This game's this game fucks. Is this the most modern game we've played at this point? I uh, think so, I think yeah. Yes. Go Vacation would be the only other one that I think, but that's... Or, uh, or um, the, uh, WWE. No, WWE was, I think, 2011. Yes, that was, that was the PS3 as well. So, yeah, this, this like, was 2012, so yes, I believe it's the most modern game. Mod- most played. modern we played. Even though it's still, like, so, 10 years old. Of the other <laughs> ones, it's absolutely... 
you know, it should hold up better than a lot of the games there, and yes, it does. It Holy does. cow. This, this I think, really good. I think it's going to take, like, twice as long for the 360 PS3 era to age as it has the generation before. I mean, it depends what game you're talking about. Heavenly Sword has aged incredibly. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, uh, by incredibly, I mean, it has aged very poorly. <laughs> I mean, like, the vast majority... I mean, it depends on it. It depends on kind of what genre. A lot of the platformers aged, did not age particularly well at times. Yeah. Uh, you know, lo- look at some of the Uncharted games. Look at, uh, uh, you know, God of War 3 has a lot of mechanics that aged very poorly. Yeah, that would have uh, been around that era, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? I, com- I forgot about that. So, like, it depends on the game and, and kind of what was being advanced at that time. What, 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 t- uh, what type of game was advancing further yeah. versus what kind of type of game had already kind of hit its stride. Right. And I think fighting games had kind of had a lot of their advancements in the PS2 era. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the trial and error had kind of, like, faded. Faded, yeah. Uh, which we saw here because they'd already made Street Fighter Four and then basically plugged this into that engine. Right. Uh, so, this game holds up fantastically. Yeah, this game holds up amazingly. This game uh, just... And I think it's going to hold up for quite a while because... 2D fighters usually do hold up for a long time. It's why people are still playing Street Fighter 2. Yeah, like, people still play Street Fighter 2. People are still playing Mortal Kombat 2, for God's sake. (laughs) People are still, for God's sake. People are still playing uh, King of Fighters. Yeah. Like, the original. And the original is still playing Shaq Fu. (laughs) (laughs) You are the, I think you're the only one still playing Shaq. Probably. Uh, but yeah, pretty easy to say this game holds up. Uh, our second... Probably held up the best of any game we've played. Uh, it's... Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's the newest as well, so you know, you yeah, know. So by that, default. That yeah, by sense. default. But yes, it is held up better than Phantom Menace. Um, <laughs> uh, what are you yeah. talking about? That was obviously the greatest game we've played so far. <laughs> Can't say that with a straight face. Jesus, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Oh, no, my apologies. This guy did not... The, the director of the short film did not go on to make uh, did not go on to direct John Wick okay he went on to choreograph the fights that in makes Shang-Chi oh, oh okay yeah that okay so still still pretty prestigious so yeah still pretty fucking prestigious that's pretty cool that is really cool uh again again this game god this game's so cool I wish the marketing didn't fuck it well here's why that leads great into our second question that we ask of every game would this game deserve a reimagining or a remake in a modern setting? I mean... Just repackage it. I was going to say, legit, just repackage it. Say, hey, all the DLCs included. Yeah. Mega Man stuff has come out, so Bad Box Art Mega Man isn't going to feel like as much of a kick in the dick. Just repackage uh, it. Hell, repackage it with a few other... You could add even... You could find more. Since Te- Tekken X Street Fighter didn't happen... What guest characters were you going to put in there? What was what were we going to get from Namco's library that was going to be in those? Exactly, like just hell for God's sake, re- repackage this, relaunch it, get rid of the gems mechanic, which you already did basically with mm-hmm. the patch, and just maybe if it's successful, then do Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't, there, there's a there's yeah, a, there's, a, there's if, an absolute lane to still, still... To, to, to help. Like, why would Namco want those sort of things? Well, yeah. Uh, you know, give a certain percentage, you know, it, may, it could be a pretty good size percentage of some of the things to to get some of their roster uh, uh, from some of their other license, license yeah. game and things like that. Like that. Yeah, like again, get, like Sean said, get some other guest characters in there. Like, would I like to see maybe 
a Soul Calibur character, you know? That's something that you could do. Honestly, I, is, it, is it weird? Because it's like Mega Man and Pac-Man. I'm like, get Klonoa in there. Yeah. <laughs> Klonoa. Look, that would actually kick ass. Get Chris Redfield. Leon <laughs> Kennedy. Think about how he is in Marvelous Capcom. Get in Leon Kennedy. He hasn't been in a fighting game yet, has he? Um, uh, no. I mean, when I when I when you first asked this question, like my my gut reaction was to just say, yeah, I mean, you could port it, and that would that that be the most that you could. That, I think that could be the most that you could do. But I think the more that you guys have talked about it, that the more that I'm starting to lean towards, yeah, take another crack at it. Yeah, even just, even if you don't take, it, like, it can't just be a port, just an updated version. Yeah, like again, just genuinely like, look, Capcom. You re-release Street Fighter 2 every time that someone sneezes. <laughs> Just re-release this like super, sh- like super Street Fighter Cross Tech and U- Ultra Fuck Edition. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just something. Street and, Fighter Cross Tech and Turbo. Or is just something like, because look, we know that Street Fighter's coming out this year. We know Tekken's probably coming out early next year uh, or late this year. And, and we haven't, I, believe, I believe it's this year. Is it, is it officially? I didn't I, know if we got a release date yet. I, I think at the end of the last trailer was 2023, so like fall 2023. Yeah, so that, there's time in between. You know what would be a great thing to release in between? Like, hey, do you like these two franchises? Here's a port. You yeah, know, a, yeah. a port that ha- has all the stuff there and let people kind of play it. I mean, you may be running into the worry of like, oh my gosh, you know, would it cannibalize their own license? Probably not. But no, like, this I, is something I, that could be like fun. Like, uh, I know that on the DS, they released uh, a game called Dragon Ball Extreme Butoden. But mm-hmm. with it, they were like, here is the SNES Super Butoden as well. It's the only time it's ever been released in America was a DS... This game with right there was as an add-on it's with like this a thing. Game within yeah, a game. it was another game. Like, hey, we also were going to give you this with it, and it's like that is like that's a cool thing. So like, this could be a good marketing. You could use this game that you failed in marketing to actually market even more your new games. You market it, better. you know. Uh, well, but two franchises kind of shaking hands, being like, yeah, we know both of our games are going to slap, and everyone's going to buy them both. Why don't we market them both together a bit? Just- just Street Fighter Six ends with Ryu meditating. Kazuya comes up or some shit, and then it's like, play the Street Fighter Cross Tech and relaunch. It would not be, you know. Obviously, you'd have to spend money. You have to do there to update yeah, it. But like, but like a, P- a PS Five or a you know a, an Xbox you know, update would be would be fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't be opposed to like a Switch update as well. Like if they want to put it on Switch, you know, graphically. I, I, honestly, at this point. The P- the switch could probably do. Put it. It wouldn't be opposed to it, but like, you know, I don't always think about like I'm going to play fighting games when I think about the switch necessarily. So, but if they're wanting like, hey, play it on the road, you know, and then go buy Street Fighter for the PS5, you know. <laughs> yeah, buy buy get yeah, get one for each console. Get Tekken for the Xbox, Street Fighter for the PS5, and get Street Fighter Cross Tekken for the for, Switch. But, for, <laughs> but there are a lot of ways that this game could live on very easily. I just don't think sad, sadly I don't think that they think there's a market for this game no which again is sad because this game rules mm-hmm. and I just I don't think it's going to um yeah I think they thought they had another Marvel vs. Capcom in terms of popularity on their hands yeah they didn't just... missteps aside they probably weren't going to have that even without the missteps <laughs> yeah because but... the thing is Marvel mm-hmm. in general rules the fucking world so but yeah, yeah. that and... oh Good. 
Tekken and Street Fighter don't necessarily rule the world. They rule the fighting game world. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're into fighting games, you can just drop Ryu or Kazuya into something. And, I mean, I'll lose my shit, but I'm a whore. So, Mm -hmm. and just, yeah. So this, this is an excellent combination. It's just not one that, like, will appeal to the public. So maybe don't, again, don't spend a lot of money on it. Or, you know, and create a, make a deal with one of the, you know, make it an Xbox Game Pass or a PlayStation, you know, play, uh, PlayStation Now, something that drops on, like, you know, one of the things that works with it as a hype up to it. There, there are ways to make this and port it uh, without spending too much money, but also kind of hyping up your franchises again exactly. as they go into new, like new just, territories. Just shell out a couple bucks to port it to... Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Plus or the Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think genuinely that will probably be where it really grows. Would be, because it has, as we said, it has found some life on Steam. So, uh, but yeah, that's Street Fighter X Tekken, or I sorry, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Hey, I finally might get the name right. <laughs> uh, what, what do you guys think? Did you enjoy this game? Have you played it? Which character do you use? Are you like Mason and are you obsessed with bad box art uh, <laughs> Mega Man. Any of these questions you can answer and tell us what you think uh, by sending us an email to bleepyouplaying at gmail.com That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com Send us a little email and hey, we might read it on, on one of these podcasts. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple iTunes, wherever you are listening to this, Give us those follows, those likes. I know specifically with Apple, uh, you know, listen on Apple Podcast, five stars, and type out some words because that will help our podcast grow here. That'll help uh, us reach new audiences. Even uh, if you say, "How dare you!" Soul Calibur Five was obviously the best one. You're wrong, but you can type it out if you want to. You can you can send us a <laughs> no passionate you. defense of it in an email, and you know what? We'll read it. But uh, yeah. We're probably going to take a little break, or like at least a, a week break in between the, for the next episode, as we're kind of hitting our last two episodes of the finale, so we want to make sure we've played each each game to their fullest so we can really talk about it. But we'll be back uh, here in a couple of weeks with uh, something insane. Get it? Get good, you slut.